Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women. I am incredibly fired up. Uh, I loved this video. I loved, it was a live stream workshop and it's fiery and it's potent. And we talk about the forbidden feminine. So we go into practices of the forbidden feminine. We go into what's required to go into the forbidden feminine. We go into the forbidden feminine that resides within you. I loved it. Um, and I'm really grateful to be able to do this work and to be able to sit in circle with you. So first and foremost, just huge gratitude to you for being here, to you for having an interest in the forbidden feminine within yourself and for taking a step to open to that, to the gifts and to the magic and to the juice that resides within you. If you're not already a subscriber to Rewilding, do it. Come to our website, rewildingforwomen.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. Lots of really good stuff goes out. And I send invites to every live stream. So every one of these recordings, I send an email invitation to you letting you know, hey, we're doing a live stream in two hours. Pop on over to the group. That's the other thing I want to share with you. If you're not already a member of the Rewilding for Women Facebook group, you can do that really easily. Just search Rewilding for Women in Facebook groups, request to join, and we'll get you in um, within about a day or so. Okay, um, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed sitting in circle um, with everybody while, while kind of giving this lecture. Okay, so much love to you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so I don't want to wait too much longer before diving into this intense, fiery, wild, insane topic that if you saw the newsletter, you'll see the background. Um, Brooke, hi, gorgeous. Hi, Amanda. Huge love to you, sister. I know I owe you a note, and I'll send that to you soon. Um, So... uh, If you get the newsletters, you'll have seen the background to how this topic got started and and what happened. Uh, And I'll give you the short, the short and quick version. We were doing some little, um, some little intro videos to different rewilding topics and talks and events and workshops and themes that we do in Rewilding for Women. And we were gearing it towards women's empowerment conferences. (laughs) Now, near and dear to my heart is this topic of the forbidden practices within the feminine, right? Or the forbidden feminine practices. And it's, it's like this thing that's roaring through me. (laughs) So we tried to film, uh, the forbidden practices of the feminine for this kind of like introductory level sort of talk event. Uh, and I could not not go deep. Like, I could not not dive in to where we would lose half of that particular audience. And I was so frustrated. Like, it was an hour of filming. Because I'm like, this is so important. These these practices need to be talked about. We, We need to be going into these realms, right? We're living in this amazing time right now where (laughs) we have access to what once was forbidden practices of the feminine and what still is forbidden practices of the feminine. So I want to talk about not just what once was, like like drumming. This bad boy was a forbidden feminine practice because of its transformation properties, because of its potency to alter states of consciousness and to totally shift and rewire our entire beings. Um, 
So I don't want to just talk about things that once were forbidden. I want to talk about what's still forbidden. So <laughs> I'm going to invite you to totally step out of social norms to totally let go of the comfortable of that box that we live in that is the collective that is what is safe that is what is comfortable what we've seen before what people say is okay I know that's where we're going this is why I couldn't do this talk for uh, event coordinators of women's empowerment conferences they wouldn't there's no way they would let me go there because it's too edgy. It's too deep. It's too scary <laughs> um, for, for most, right? For, for out, out there. Um, but here in our temple of rewilding, like, I want to go for it. I don't want to hold back. I want to dive into this stuff with you. So let's take a couple of breaths together. And as you take these deep breaths, I'm going to encourage you to use your exhale to let go of any societal constraints, any family patterning constraints, basically anything that's keeping you small. Uh, Amanda, I love you. Just give it to us already. Um, breathe, woman. First, just breathe with me for a second, right? Like, let's, let's let down these barriers. So just using inhale... Exhaling, right? Like use a powerful exhale, not this just like, yeah, I'm breathing to my chest. I want a deep belly breath. I want you breathing all the way to that first chakra, all the way to where Shakti is coiled around the base of your spine. Breathe there, open to there, right? So breathing there and then using the exhale to one, allow that to start to move. So allowing Shakti to start to move, to open the body, right? Breath, movement, sound is all really potent for the feminine, which is what we're diving into within the forbidden practices. So by the way, Kundalini is still that forbidden stuff, right? Do you feel that Kundalini, all the scare around the Kundalini awakenings, the sexual awakenings, the spiritual emergencies? I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, that really big shit doesn't happen. It does. I've not only witnessed it, but I've gone through it. Um, and I have a lot of people very close to me who have gone through those things. They're real, but the fear around it is the bullshit part. The fear around it is what makes it forbidden, and it's just garbage. Okay, so keep breathing with me. Um, hi, Cheryl from Los Angeles. Welcome, woman. So breathing, what we're doing, if you're just joining now, is we're using our exhale to let go of limiting constraints, to let go of limiting thought patterns of what's normal and what's safe and what's okay. So always take everything, keep breathing while I talk, always take everything that I say and everything that anybody else says to your own internal fire, right? So I'm going to give you a lot of stuff today that might be way out there or that might feel like, oh, that's a little scary, Sabrina. Take it to your fire. Take it inside to your... When I say take it to your fire, I mean absorb it. Be open-minded to it. So that's what we're doing. We're breathing to be open to things. But then what you do is you take it to your fire. Is this true for me? Hi, Teresa. Good to see you. Gorgeous woman from Portugal. Um, take it to your fire. Is this true for me? Right? Is this... Is this... Here's something else for you. 
Just because it makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not true for you. Doesn't mean that that inner fire isn't telling you, ding, 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 listen, 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 listen. This is taking you into the depths. This is taking you somewhere where your soul is longing to go. It feels scary because soul work is fucking scary. Opening up to the fullness of self is scary. There's some scary shit in there when you want to open up to your full potential. If you want to open up to your full potential, right, the rubble has to be removed. And some of that rubble isn't that pretty, right? That rubble is like the, the dense energy that keeps us locked down. The, the rubble is, um, hi from Dublin, gorgeous woman. Um, that rubble is what is, is like past life memories. That rubble is the fear the fear of opening up to our fullness, the fear of the forbidden, the fear of kundalini, the fear of shakti, right? Here's something that we have to talk about before we dive into the forbidden feminine. By the way, do whatever your body wants to do while we're talking. So you can probably feel like energy is pretty high, pretty intense. Don't just sit locked up in it. If your body wants to move and breath wants to start happening or shaking starts to happen, that's your body wisdom. That's the feminine. Uh-uh. That's Shakti. That's the body wisdom. Let it happen. One of the best gifts that you can give to yourself is to open, to breathe, to move, to allow yourself to feel, right? This is part of, of the forbidden practices. This is part of opening to the fullness of the feminine. Okay. So, um, in this, in this opening up to the forbidden, we have to talk about a little bit around why, why it's forbidden. Um, and it kind of goes back to the drum. So when I was chatting a little bit about the drum, right? It, a lot of these practices were forbidden because they are so fucking potent. Let me say that one more time because they are so, so transformative, they are so potent. That's why they were forbidden. Um, so there's a couple of things happening here. One is our fear. Our fear because we are scared of change. I don't care who you are. There is a part of you that is most likely. No, I'm going to not. I'm going to take out the most likely. There's a part of you that's shit scared of change, right? Let's just say that in the full awakening of you, the full alignment of your soul's purpose, the full opening of your glorious Shakti and all the threads, right? The full you, you come into absolute alignment with the expression of who it is that you're here to be in this life, how you're here to express the divine, glorious, gorgeous, fabulous energy that runs through you. Let's say that that's going to require massive change in your life. It's going to require a big shakeup, a whole lot of shifts, a whole lot of change. We shit ourselves and we shut it down. So that's the first thing that we need to talk about around these forbidden practices of the feminine. And just around this opening and awakening, we've got to talk about the defenses that come up. One of them is this mm, wanting to, to stay safe, right? Like, but it's all this mental construct of, well, safety is keeping this job that pays me a little bit of money every week. That's safe, right? Meanwhile, you're dying. You're dying. Or um, I'm okay to change and transform and do these practices, but don't take away uh, my whatever, fill in the blank. Like you can have this, this, this part of me and you can change this part of my life. Don't take away this, 
right? Don't take away my career, my partner, my money, my blah, 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 right? That's where we block it. So <laughs> when we start talking about the forbidden feminine, watch what your mind does. Watch what's going on. Are there protection mechanisms kicking up? Right? This is part of taking it to the inner flame. And once you do this, when you start doing this, you'll know like what is a true no? What is a, an authentic, intuitive no versus what is a uh, defensive want to keep small because I'm shit scared to be all of me? Right? No. So there's those two different no's. So I want to talk about that. Now, in the Forbidden Feminine, I also want, um, I want to talk about, um, sorry, I got distracted reading comments. (laughs) I love what you ladies are commenting. Keep commenting. Um, I love it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. So just because I'm not uh, commenting on everything doesn't mean you shouldn't interact and do magical things and just let it fly, right? Like this is our time to let it, not just me to open and fucking go for it. It's also for you to go for it. These comments go nowhere outside of our rewilding group, right? So even if, even if somebody, which we don't do this, were to download this live stream video and post it somewhere else, your comments are never seen. Never, 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 never. They never leave our group. So just so you have that sense of like, we're held, like we're held. That's another part of the forbidden feminine. Let's talk about this. You need a safe fucking space to go into the forbidden feminine, to go into these big practices. You need a temple. Whatever that temple looks like, you need a container and a safe space. The shit's big and it's really transformative. You need, you need safe space. So if you're doing something and there's not safe space, one, it's either not that transformative or you should get the hell out of there. Right? If it's not a really big held, big mama love, right? We talk about this big mama love space. If it's not feeling like that, get out. So part of this forbidden, we talk about these forbidden practices, and I'm about to go off on tantric bullshit in a second, because that's part of the forbidden feminine. If you are a part of any of those sexual groups or those tantric groups, and there's an icky feel, There's a not-so-good feel, not-so-safe feel. This isn't quite the container that's jiving with, get out. Get out. Not from a perspective of, this is scary because it's pushing me, but from a perspective of, this this doesn't feel healthy. Get the fuck out. So part of this forbidden feminine is, is there has to be the container. There has to has to. When we're talking about the big stuff, I'm not talking about reading a book and doing a couple of mantras sitting in your bedroom. I'm talking about the awakening, the lightning bolt coming through your head kind of stuff. I'm talking about the initiations into things like priestess or medicine woman or the gifts within, those esoteric soul gifts, the feminine gifts that we hid for a really long time because we used to get killed for them. Not that long ago, we would get killed for the magic. So what happened? We hit it. We had to. We had to. The forbidden practices became the forbidden practices because we were getting killed for the shit, right? We were getting killed. We were getting called whores. Look at the Mary Magdalene tradition. Talk about forbidden practices. Think about the Isis Mary Magdalene lineage, all the sex magic that's held in the in the Isis tradition, right? That's that's pure feminine energy, not just from a sexual awakening standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, from an ability to create. Sex is creation. Sex is Sex is a billion different things, but it's also creation. There is such 
potency, potency held in these practices that, that we got killed for them. Right. And a lot of us feel into this, this might be true for you. So a lot of women that I work with, if you start to feel into that, like river of life that runs through you and, and when it's fully open, right, you're open and you can, you can move this gorgeous life force energy, right? The life force energy, which can be sexual energy. It can be creative energy. It can be to spiritual enlightenment energy, right? It can just be to love, to service this, this energy that flows through you. It transmutes and it, um, and you can, you can direct it and aim it and, and point it and, and it guides you. So you're not just guiding it. It's guiding you, right? Um, but so when, uh, when the bad shit happened, the bad shit. So even if you don't believe in past life, that's totally cool, whatever. We've absorbed DNA from the people who the bad shit happened to. So, right, it's in your system. Like, let's just get past the I don't believe in past lives things and just know that it's sitting in our system somewhere. Either we've absorbed it collectively, we've absorbed it in our DNA. It's, it's in there, okay? So I don't want to argue that. We can argue that in a different podcast. So what a lot of us as women did is this gorgeous line we cut it we when the bad stuff happened we cut it we just went oh nope i'm i'm not letting you take it right because it went from the honoring of the feminine the worshiping of the feminine the loving the serving of the feminine by the way the feminine serves the masculine as well so i'm not being one-sided here but it went from this honoring loving cherishing the feminine in full respect of the feminine to wow that's some really potent magic sitting in the feminine. I'm going to take that. I am going to take, that's what I want as patriarchy, masculine. I'm just going to take it. If you're not going to get, I'm taking it. Right. And so, so we cut it like, well, I'm in service to the greater. I am in service to the greater good. I am in service to the highest good. This magic is for the highest good. You taking it is not in the highest good. So I will do what is in the highest good for the feminine and I will cut it off. So you cannot take it. Do you feel that? Who here can relate to that? I have shut it off so you can't take it and abuse it and misuse it. Feel into that one. Um, Denny, I have so felt that cut, right? How many times in workshops space have we seen that, Denny? Um, not just you, me, and other women, right? And it doesn't have to be here, but it's the cut. We've cut, we've cut it, or we've shut it, or we've gone, uh-uh, right? Look at all these hearts, right? So, uh, my friends, <laughs> if you're feeling like, holy shit, I've got more in me, there's more juice, there's more life force, there's more love, there's more to serve, but I don't know how to get it out. You're not alone. We did this. We made this conscious choice of I'm, I'm shutting it off because you're going to do something bad with it. Holy shit. Holy shit. Now, what has that done to us? It's locked us up and it's now made us play small. So we don't use our voices. We don't speak our truths. We don't, we don't step into our magic. And when we start to, there is a lot of fear that comes up. So we start to step into, I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to speak my, my wisdom. That wisdom is all sitting in there, right? The gifts, the big mama magic, the wisdom, it's all sitting in there, right? And when we start to open it, that's when all that rubble, the fear of like, 
oh my God, what's going to happen to me when I speak my truth? So I would love to hear from you. If you want to type a comment, this is resonating and what it feels like for you, because I think it's so powerful to share, right? So, uh, sometimes it's, um, what's going to happen if I speak my truth or I'm going to be abused if that's really weird. Um, sorry, my phone rang. Who does that? Somebody who's trying to abuse me right now in this moment. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. (laughs) Um, um, but it's, What's going to, am I going to be abused? Am I going to be killed? Right? So go all the way, all our deepest fears. My babies will be taken away from me. I will be killed. I will be ostracized. I'll be kicked out of society. How many of us have kept spiritually in the closet? Like you just stay kind of spiritually in the closet. So some, some women come to rewilding workshops, right? And we're, we're, we're doing the forbidden practices, right? We're on retreat for four days going into the most forbidden, hidden practices of the feminine, opening, opening up to our big magic, our fullness and going through whatever we need to, to open up to the bigness that we are, to the allness that we are, um, to our most authentic expression, what it is that we came here to do, to be, to open to, to experience, uh, to how we came here to serve. Um, and so, but in that it's what comes up for you. Uh, and, and some of, some of those women will come on retreats and workshops and then, and then it's, it's, uh, I'm just going to go say I was meditating all weekend. (laughs) It's a vast difference between a meditation or a yoga retreat and a rewilding retreat. But I get it. I get it. I did it. I was there. I was there. And for me, it was, it was fear of, of losing my family, fear of the judgment, fear of ostracization, right? Like, and then to go to the extreme, it's the death. It's the de- because all that rubble has to die right? There's the, there's the ashes to the Phoenix, the rise of the Phoenix, but first there has to be the ashes, the birth, uh, the death rebirth cycle, the death rebirth cycle. And those deaths oftentimes, uh, they're an energetic death to be sure. Cause you're not, I've not, we've not lost a woman in a retreat yet. Like we haven't, we haven't killed anybody. Thank God. And I haven't died, but we've been through many, many deaths, death to the ego, parts of the ego feel when they're big and they're potent and they're intense and you're going through that massive transformative stage to the awakening, the death has to happen, has to happen. But the death feels like real death. The ego can't decipher between fake death and not fake death, but an energetic death and like real live physical death. So sometimes it's that, it's that intense, but what comes after that is the magic. Okay, so I want to talk specifically. I don't have a clue what time it is. Oh, 11:30. Um, at least here in the mountains, it's 11:30. So I'm loving all the comments, ladies. I'm far out. I love this circle. I love being here with you. I love diving into the forbidden feminine. I want all of you to come to a live event with me so we can go into the practices, right? So. Um, but this is kind of how I think about the forbidden practices as well. You can read about them in a book. You can uh, sit uh, sit in front of a computer screen. Like right now, like we're going in as deep as we can go in, right? But it's like watching porn versus making love to like the tantric god. That's the difference that we're talking about here. So when you start to look at the forbidden practices, get 
off your ass, get out of your house and get in fucking circle. Get go, right? It doesn't have to be rewilding circle. It doesn't have to be with me. I may not be the person that you're meant to work with, but I might be. And if I am, you better get to a circle or you're just holding yourself back, right? It's like everyone's excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go. I want to learn about the forbidden practice of the feminine. I don't want to leave my computer. I don't want to get out of my pajamas. Okay. Okay. Then we can talk until we're blue in the face and I can transmit as much as I can possibly transmit to you through a screen. But when you are in a circle, when you are in a four day retreat or a two day workshop with us and you are going in to that vortex of Shakti for two full days or four full days, you will come out a totally different woman. And there are practices that can only happen in person and will never fucking happen online. Never. I don't care who the teacher is. It will never happen online. It won't. It is not possible. It is not possible. The heights that this stuff goes to, the depths that this stuff goes to, cannot possibly translate online. I don't care who you are. I will stay. I, I know that to be a fact. Um, Elise, yeah, circle is potent, right? Okay, girls, the girls who are in mystery school, mystery school, so mystery schools are, are popping up, wisdom schools are popping up, this is where the magic is at, right? This, go back to the Mary Magdalene Isis tradition, where did they go to learn? How do you think Jesus got to be Jesus? Ah, it was the forbidden feminine practices, that's the fucking juice, right? These masculine esoteric practices, love them. They're amazing. Without them, we can't do the feminine practices. But what the feminine practices do is they bring it in. So it's not a let me go and find the light. It's let me bring the light in. Let me embody the light into my body. Let me then radiate the light here and now. Let me be a human, but let me be a divine human. That's the power of the feminine practices. And that takes forbidden practices to get you there. That's where the magic is at. And they're forbidden because one, you need a safe fucking space. You need a big mama circle, which is very, very safe. You need that container. It is a container of absolute transformation. You need it. You've got to have it. That's the Shiva. That's the holding of it, right? So you need that. So why, why else are the forbidden practices out there and online? Because they would be misconstrued still to this day, right? You and I, we do some, we do some big uh, energetic polarity stuff, right? Like we, in a workshop, we're doing some, some really big polarities working with Shiva and Shakti, right? So where like there's an embodiment of Shiva, there's an embodiment of Shakti. Somebody outside of that circle who might not understand it would go like, those bitches need to be burnt, right? Because we're still living in that society. We're still here. We're still in the society where the feminine magic, yeah, I'm not getting killed yet, but we're still in a society where it's not totally accepted. It's not. It's just like, think about those two videos that I was trying to make for a women's empowerment conference. Can you imagine I walk into a women's empowerment conference and I start talking about this and I start talking about All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to alter state of consciousness. We're going to dive into here. Then we're going to do this, 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 right? Not ready. 
not, not ready. So (laughs) part of it is find the spaces, find the circles that are calling to you, right? Find the practices, find the big mama feminine practices. And I hate to say this, ladies, I don't actually, I don't hate to say this, uh, but it's going to rub some of you the wrong way. Uh, we all resonate with different practices, all of us, but there is also a depth to every single tradition and there's only a depth that every single tradition will go to, right? So let's say, um, I'm in a shamanic tradition. I love, and I totally respect the shamanic tradition, like to no end, but there are certain things that you may not get out of the shamanic tradition and you've got to trust that, right? So if you're in a shamanic tradition, you're like, "Mm, there's something missing here, like sacred sexuality, And if you're feeling like that's missing, you better go find another avenue where you can get to that, right? So this is all about uh, know thyself, know thyself, follow thy path, the breadcrumb trail. We always talk about the breadcrumb trail. What's the next breadcrumb? What's the next breadcrumb? What's the next breadcrumb? And check your fear because the stuff that's the forbidden is scary. It's scary because it's going to rock your world. Right and find people who go who have gone there, not just talk about it. Like, oh, let's talk about the goddess Venus. Fuck that. Like, let's embody her, open to her, and let me give you the doorway or multiple different doorways to walk through, so that we can work in a way that is opening to her and embodiment of her. Right? And the embodiment of her shows up in different ways. You don't have to be a priestess, right? It's not about like, oh, I have to bring in Venus and then she like resonates out of me. It's not, it's not about that, but it's about what does that do in your world? So that's oh, all those threads of Shakti, the archetypal work that we do here, the big door opening of drums, the altered states of consciousness, all of that is so we can open up the doors to the full divine, and then we can bring it in, right? So it's not like, let's go out and find it. It's, I want to bring it into daily life. I want to live from this place. I want to serve from this place. I don't want to go and be the meditating monk on the hill. I want to be the divine human here, right? And so what was Jesus? Like, let's just think about Jesus might send you off the planet like, ah, not an archetype that I'm comfortable with. Totally cool. Sort that shit out. That's just rubble. That's just past life memories. That's just like religious constraints and crap that's come at you, right? Just sort it out because there's some potency and some fucking power. If you love Mary Magdalene, you better love Jesus. If you love Isis, you better fucking love Jesus. Do you see Isis Horus? Do you see how similar that is to the Jesus Mary Magdalene? Do you see how these myths of, do you see, do you see like energetically, it's so the same, so the same. It's beautiful. Like, of course, there's differences, right? There are differences, but it's so the same. So uh, let's talk about Jesus, right? And the potency. I promise you there was a whole lot of sexual initiation going on there. Whole, and Isis, horse, like that whole thing. She, she crafted a, a cock for him because they found all the pieces of his body. This is the myth. You can go look this up later on. But she crafted... Uh, she found all the pieces. So he was cut up and like shattered, like spread throughout the world. Um, and she had to go find all the pieces. She found every piece, but she couldn't find his cock. Like she couldn't find his penis. So she made a penis for him. Now, if that's not sex magic, I don't know what is. And she did such a good job of it that he impregnated her. Right? He impre- Hor- Horus or Osiris? What am I doing? Anyways, you'll sort it out. I might have the words, the, the names wrong. 
I think I do. I think Horus is the son. Sorry. Look it up. There's way too much going on in here to get names right right now. Um, Denny, I love it. Christlight. Yep, same tradition. Christlight. Once you get to those heights, you just know. Um, and also, it's not about necessarily having a relationship with the archetype. It's just what happens to you when you open that door. What happens to you when you open up to that? Um, so talking about Mary Magdalene and the forbidden feminine, Jesus embodied the divine, right? Like he went out, he was a hands-on healer. All of his gifts were out. He was using his gifts in the world. He was following thy will, not my will, right? And another thing from that tradition is, uh, I can't think of the exact way of saying it, but it's basically when two or more gather in my name, Two or more gather in my name. That's part of the feminine potency. It's not just me by myself. There's a potency that happens when the two of us gather. And then when a circle of us gathers, all with the same intention. Do you have any idea of how potent that is? Mystery school girls who are in uh, the second in Australia doing mystery school right now, I think we can all say, holy shit, none of us have ever seen or experienced or could have possibly imagined something this big. I would love to hear comments about that because I think it's so important for women who have not experienced something like mystery school to, to understand that it's there. Like it's there, it's real, it exists in our society. There are places to go. You've just got to get off your ass and go. You've got to feel, you've got to do, you've got to be okay with the big transformation. You've got to be okay with it looking weird, right? You've got to be okay with that. And what comes with that? Um, Elise, Denny, they're both part of mystery school. Um, okay, so forbidden practices. We've just talked about a couple different examples. I don't want to go into examples too much, but I will talk about drumming. Drumming is freaking huge. Uh, I'm not going to drum for you because it doesn't really like come through all that super well and my drum's really tight because I'm in uh, Colorado. Like, hear that? It's just too tingy. He needs water. But find somebody who can open a door with a drum. It's not just like... Like, they've got to have some juice. Like, it has to be their job to open the door. Find the door openers. Find the initiators. Find those who can open the door for you. Those who know, right? So some of this, like being initiated into the forbidden practices, it comes with an initiation. And the initiation most likely is not going to come over a computer screen. It's most likely not going to come while walking your dog. It can. It totally can. And I am all for that. And it's happening more and more as the waking up and the initiation. But there are things that you can do that will open. Okay, so drumming. Potent, powerful, opening doors. But find somebody who knows what they're doing. That's a big part of this. Find the groups. Find the people who know what they're doing and who you resonate with, right? They might scare you, and that's still the perfect person to work with. But there's like this safety that you'll also feel, this knowing. There's a knowing, like, fuck, that bitch is scary, but I know. I know that I need to go there. Like, I know I need to go. I know that that's where my transformation is. I know that that's what's going to open me. I know that that's where I'm going to find all aspects of the feminine. And make sure you find somebody who knows the aspects of the feminine. Not just can talk about them or read, like, read their book verbatim about the different archetypes. Who's living them? Who's, who's living? Who's living them, right? Find that. Find that. Feel, feel what you, you know. Your system knows. When you're called, you're called. You know. It's just whether we answer the call or not. And most of the time, we're just like, nope. 
gonna stay here because it's pretty safe here. Not really ready for the Forbidden Feminine, but I'll watch a podcast on it because that's cool. I'm sorry. I'm just really, really fired up about this. I see so much magic and so much potential in our world right now. The practices are here. We don't have to wait. We don't have to wait another hundred years for it to be okay to do this or for us to find it. They're here. It's happening. There are mystery schools. There are wisdom schools. I like mystery schools because they're not limiting. So let's say you go to yoga teacher training. Um, You're limited to learning how to be a yoga teacher. Let's say you go to shamanic teacher training. You're limited to learning how to be a shaman. Let's say you go to a mystery school where the whole fucking thing is open, right? Now you realize, oh my God, I am a shaman. I also know body wisdom and movement like yoga. I also know that I am an oracle and a seer. This is the unique creation of my magic. This is the unique me. Not like I'm going to try and be this person, right? That's like the guru bullshit lineages that we're done with that. We're done. Like that's done. That's over with. Same thing with the shamanic traditions. I think we're all seeking like this teacher who's going to like take them under their wing and go, why don't you come with me and be me? That is old shit. And how limiting is that? You don't want to be somebody else. You want to be in a place that's going to help you to open up to who it is that you are, what it is that your magic is, what it is that the forbidden feminine practices open up in you. Not that you have to go be that person or that particular lineage like, I'm not, and, and look, there are some amazing teacher trainings out there. And when they sing to you, they sing to you. And that part opens up. So I'm so not poo-pooing them. I think there are amazing, amazing offerings. But what I'm also saying is don't get stuck in the trap of wanting to be that, that person, that teacher. Or, or I'm just this. I'm going to go study energetic healing and I'm just going to be Reiki. I'm just going to do Reiki. Well, Little did you know that you're actually like this tantrika and what you do is that you work with the Shakti that rolls through your body. That Shakti actually transmits itself into healing power and when you put your hand on somebody, something really big happens, right? Not just that I do a symbol and now I can do that, right? Like I want you to blow up the box. I want you to go for it, right? I want you to be the biggest and your allness, your allness, not somebody else's allness, yours, right? Find the practices, do the practices. You've heard me talk about Tantra. We have to look at our sexual energy. When we're working with the feminine, we have to look at the patriarchal shit. Uh, You can't have sex. You can't have a wife, right? Uh, If we're going to open to our feminine and we're going to look at the forbidden practices, I don't care who you are. You better sort your stuff out with sex. You better sort your stuff out with sex. You better sort your stuff out with that energy because if that's locked up in you, you're not creating to your full capacity. You can't. You cannot. If you've got repression, any of the repression or distortion still in the sexuality of you and in body, in the shame, 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 it's got to go. It's got to And that's what these forbidden practices take us to, right? Like womb work, doing the big womb work, the yoni steaming, right? The breathe, the opening. We've got to get into the body. This is part of the forbidden feminine. Sexuality, we've got to sort it out. We've got to. 
It's got to be clean. It's got to be clear. It's got to be open. It's got to be true. It's got to be real no matter how fucking wild it is when we open up to it or how much rubble is there or how much pain is there when we're going to open up to it. Ladies, it's not easy. We hold a lot in the womb. We hold a lot of old energy and a lot of rubble in that part of the body. But that's part of the forbidden feminine practices is doing that. The other thing is this container. So this is something else I want to talk about. When you look at a true tantric relationship, and we'll just look at it between a man and a woman. It could be a woman, woman, man, and man, whatever. It doesn't matter. But when you're in a true, not this like, let's just like explore like cool out there sexual shit. It's not about that. It's about the energetics um, of the worshiping of the divine masculine, divine feminine, and all sorts of stuff comes up. But when you're in that, it is a really potent, really transformative container. We all know that. Like, I want to see hearts if you can relate that you know that being in partnership with somebody causes you to see stuff for, of yourself that you've never seen before, right? Like, I just want to hear hearts like, yep, my man or my woman shows me things that nobody else on the planet can, right? Takes me to the witch within me, that bitter, pissed off woman, and I fucking lose my shit, right? Look at all these hearts. We, we all know, like, it's this container of transformation, and it's beautiful. Problem is, most of us don't know how to, like, work through it, or we don't have the practices or the tools um, to use that transformative container. So something else that I want to say is some of these big mama potent spaces so some of this forbidden feminine stuff are these big potent containers where it brings up your shit i know you don't want to fucking hear that you don't want to hear that because you want to think like it's always love and light and like oh yay i'm in this woman's circle and um it's just like rainbows and unicorns and they fart rainbows and it's really really nice and loving cool Cool, but you're not doing the forbidden feminine. Like you're not, you're not doing it. You're not going deep. So I have to say this because this is just what's true, right? Like part of, part of these amazing containers is it brings up your stuff, right? Mystery school. Like I have to talk about rewilding mystery school, especially in intent. It's, it's going to bring up your stuff. The sister wound how many circles have you sat in where the sister wound actually gets talked about, right? Like where, you know what? Women actually scare me. Or I tone my sexuality down because women don't like it. Part of the forbidden feminine is the shadow, the rubble. Rubble is shadow, right? I hate the word shadow because I think there's too many connotations around it. The rubble's coming up. So if you can get yourself in a container, that is safe. That's part of it, is it's safe and it is love-filled. But it's a deep love. It is a deep love where I see you. I don't know why it's so, I don't know why. I don't know why we keep cutting out. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna probably wrap this up. Uh, I'm gonna probably wrap this up soon. So, um, the deep love, right? Find women's circles. It doesn't have to be a woman's circle, but find circles where you're going into the forbidden feminine. But it's that deep love, the deep, I see you and I love you through all of it right? And it is safe for you to open up to the rubble. It is safe for you to go into the scariest, most destructive, distorted, nastiest, most wounded, most sad parts of self. You're held in this space regardless of what you're going through. 
regardless of that's the kind of space you want to be in. Not, not a space where that stuff's not allowed. We stay surface level because we don't, we, we don't want to get in the uncomfortable. Well, you'll never come into full empowerment. That's part of the forbidden feminine. Like, it's part of it. You've got to open to all of it. That's, that's the nature of the game. That's the nature of the beast. Okay, my lovely, lovely, glorious, gorgeous, amazing goddess friends, I uh, am so grateful for you. I am, I am so grateful that I get to do this. Yesterday was a random, like, I think I'm going to do a live stream tomorrow. It makes my whole system go, oh my God, I get to. Like, I get to do a live stream. I get, I get to be here with you. I get to be in circle. We get to talk about forbidden practices of the feminine. We get to, we get to go here. Like, can you feel the profoundness? My mom didn't get to go here. Certainly not. My grandmother didn't get to go here. Like, I want to give a shout out and just a feel into the ancestors who held the space for us. I want to give a shout out to the women, to the, the women who've held the mysteries in the hidden all of these years, right? Who held the magic underground because it had to be kept safe. I want to feel them and send massive amounts of love out to all those traditions that kept that stuff safe so that we can now, and in our DNA, we kept it safe, right? Because it starts to just automatically pop up. I'm watching women in mystery school and their gifts and their magic, it is coming out. The wisdom was held. We hold, we've held it, right? When we cut it off, we didn't, we didn't rip it out and throw it away. We just locked it in. We just hid it. We kept it safe. That's what we've been doing. We just kept it safe and we did whatever we had to do to keep it safe. And now there are spaces where it is safe again to open to that. It's not easy it's not going to be easy to open to that because you've got to work through the years of the safety and the keeping it, keeping it in and whatever sort of abuse happened because of it and all that stuff. But we're living in this time where we're being asked to do it, right? Like it's, it blows me away that we get to do this. So I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful that we get to sit in the circle together. I want to see you at a live event. I want to work in person with you. I want to open the door to the fullness of you, to the gifts of you. I want to be there and drum the rubble out so that the magic can bubble up, right? I want to do that. That's what I do. That's what I love more than anything to do and to bring in the light, right? To bring in whatever it is that's wanting to come into your system. Sometimes you feel it, right? Like you feel there's an upgrade coming. There's a rewiring coming. There's an initiation coming, but I can't, I can't seem to get it in. I don't know how to get to rewilding. That's what we do, right? It's, it's the initiations, the openings, the awakenings, the de-rubbling. It's all of it. I would love to see you. <laughs> There's a whole crap ton of events coming up in the first part of 2018 in three different continents. That's how fucking dedicated. I don't even like traveling. Do you know that I hate traveling? I'm doing it because this is what I do. And I know that not everybody can travel. So if you're in Europe, get to the UK workshops. If you're in the States, get to Sedona or Colorado. If you're in Australia, get to the 
four-day retreat that we're doing in April. Ladies, I love you. This is huge. And it's about you. It's not about me. This is about you. This is about your life, your fullness, your empowerment, your gifts, your magic, right? The forbidden feminine that sits within you. Yeah, I'm talking about practices, but it is the forbidden feminine that is within you. How do we open that door? I love you. All right. I'll see you. I will see you. Mwah.